Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Monday of the third week of Lent. A reading from the second book of Kings. Naaman, the army commander of the king of Aram, was highly esteemed and respected by his master, for though for through him the Lord had brought victory to Aram. But valiant as he was, the man was a leper. Now the Arameans had captured in a raid on the land of Israel a little girl who became the servant of Naaman's wife. If only my master would present himself to the prophet in Samaria, she said to her mistress, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went and told his lord just what the slave girl from the land of Israel had said. Go, said the king of Aram, I will send along a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman set out, taking along ten silver talents, six thousand gold pieces, and ten festal garments. To the king of Israel, he brought the letter, which read, With this letter I am sending my servant Naaman to you, that you may cure him of his, of his leprosy. When he read the letter, the king of Israel tore his garments and exclaimed, Am I a god with power over life and death, that this man should send someone to me to be cured of leprosy? Take note, you can see he is only looking for a quarrel with me. When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his garments, he sent word to the king, Why have you torn your garments? Let him come to me and find out that there is a prophet in Israel. Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. The prophet sent him the message, Go and wash seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will heal and you will be clean. But Naaman went away angry, saying, I thought that he would surely come out and stand there and invoke the Lord his God and would move his hand over the spot and thus cure the leprosy. Are not the waters of Damascus, the Albana, and the Farpar better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be cleansed? With this, he turned about in anger and left. But his servants came up and reasoned with him. My father, they said, if the prophet had told you to do something extraordinary, would you not have done it? All the more now, since he said to you, wash and be clean, should you do as he said? So Naaman went down and plunged into the Jordan seven times at the word of the man of God. His flesh became again like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. He returned with his whole retinue to the man of God. On his arrival, he stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, A thirst is my soul for the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? A thirst is my soul for the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? As the hind longs for running waters, so my soul longs for you, O God. A thirst is my soul for the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? A thirst is my soul for God the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? A thirst is my soul for the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? Send forth your light and your fidelity. They shall lead me on and bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. A thirst is my soul for the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? Then will I go into the altar of God, the God of my gladness and joy. Then will I give you thanks upon the harp, O God, my God. A thirst is my soul for the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? The Lord be with you. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the people in the synagogue at Nazareth, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the whole land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zarephath in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built, to hurt, to hurl him down headlong. But he passed through the midst of them and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There are really no uh, warm and fuzzy feelings in today's readings. Naaman starts out sick and self-conscious and then gets angry. The king of Aram is helpless. The king of Israel is anxious. The people of the synagogue are furious. Elijah and Jesus are hated. If I had to sum up the reason in just a few words, it would be this. We want things to work the way we think they should. Naaman wants to be healed. He's even willing to go to a foreign country to get what he wants. But he's only willing to go so far. After all, he's a general, and he has his pride. The people in the synagogue are fulfilling their Sabbath obligation. In an hour or two, they'll go back home, have a nice meal, and prepare themselves for the next day. Then Jesus hits them between the eyes, suggesting that Gentiles will be saved before faithful Jews. If you want a modern comparison, imagine me telling you in a Sunday homily that I thought those worshiping at the local mosque were holier than you are. I had better be wearing a bulletproof vest after Mass because things will get pretty ugly pretty fast. Why was Naaman healed and the widow of Zarephath fed when so many of God's chosen people continued to suffer? Because in the end, they were willing to go to the ends of the earth to risk everything to lay aside their pride and their long-held expectations to encounter God. The question for us is, are we willing to do the same? God bless you. 